Listener discretion has always been advised. I bet you really thought that I was gone. I, I really bet that you thought that I threw in that towel and there would be no more pieces coming out to this puzzle. Well, let me inform you right now. That is the furthest from the truth. And, and I've just been working some things out. I've been having to redraw some boundaries and, and set new lines and standards of not only respect, but how it is that I want to treat myself for the rest of my life. Kind of like this. Oh, come on, y'all. You can't do me like that. You can't do me like that. Not, not coming back. On a plane, but I'll still respond via... All right, listen, here we go. Wi-Fi on the text. So my correspondence in a timely manner is always going to be within the proximity of when you reach out to me. It's important that you reciprocate that and give me in return. And if you can't, then we don't need to deal with each other. Because I got a zero tolerance for you to think that you can see my message coming up on your phone. And you're going to act like you're going to reach out to me. Way, 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 way after the fact. Because see, there's a distinguishable difference between you choosing to get back to me in a timely manner and you choosing not to. It ain't that you don't see when I reach out to you. You see it. <laughs> you do see it. This is a common thread amongst the new time it is that we live in, like I have expressed before, and I cannot say it enough. Let me remind you of one thing, and one thing only. This is for masters, this technique. Mondays. You gotta love them. You just had two days off. I love you. But you really didn't. Not if you got a family. Not if you got a wife. Not if you got children. Not if you got an extended amount of individuals within your circle that it is your love. You didn't have no weekend. What you did was you had a couple of days to try to catch up with the people that actually populate your microcosm, your, your bubble. The circle it is that you have created. The lifestyle it is that you live in. That's what you just did. Now, going back into Mondays, you, you didn't get to check on everybody on Saturdays and Sundays. So you might send a nigga a text message or you might even send them an emoji message. I don't know what you people do out there. I just know what it is that I do. But I know one thing. If I call you or if I send you a text message and I know you didn't seen that shit and you just... I don't know. Say, hey, man, you know, I don't have to get back to justice. He's not a busy guy. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care if you my brother. I don't care if we in business dealings or anything else like that. I'm at the age in my life right now to where when someone texts me or sends me something, I try to respond within a timely manner within a respectable fashion, especially if it's from somebody who I deem a person of love. I mean, and that, hey, that could be anybody. That could be your brother. That could be your mother. I don't have no mama, of course. That could be your grandmother. I don't have a grandmother either. That motherfucker, that could be anybody that you 
want to put inside that classification. So if you hit them and you have knowledge that they have seen that text and they don't hit you back, are you within your own rights and abilities to shut that relationship down? Is that the right thing to do? I mean, some of us have a tendency to over jump the gun or jump the gun. I don't know the right terminology at the moment, but a lot of people have, you know, especially me, I jumped the gun a lot on shit. If I hit you and I know you didn't see the message and I think that you are intentionally ignoring me, fuck you. So now I got to, I don't care how tired I am. Only time I don't answer my phone is if I'm on a plane, but I'll still respond via Wi-Fi on the text. So my correspondence in a timely manner is always going to be within the proximity of when you reach out to me. That's important that you reciprocate that and give me in return. Exactly. So if I reach out to you right now in this technological advantage that it is that we have this is not me calling your home and getting your voice message this is me calling your pocket your front pocket your back pocket usually if you're a guy your phone is in your pockets and if you're a woman that's me calling your purse and, and most women don't put their purses on the ground so i know that you received not only that call, but that text message. But since I am not Buster Rhymes, I am Justice Pong Yan Sr., I don't get that type of level of respect. But as we listen to this clip, we can see right now that even people disrespect the OG, the conglomerate Buster Rhymes. And if you can't, then we don't need to deal with each other. I got a zero tolerance. For you to think that you can see my message come up in your phone and you're going to act like you're going to reach out to me way, 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 way after the fact. Just whenever you get around to it like you actually busy. And, and this is another thing about this is Buster left out the fact that, nigga, I know you. I know you ain't doing shit. I know you ain't about shit. So basically what you're trying to establish is some sort of power dynamic because what happens is that the vacuum of your real life, it sucks the power out of what it is that you think you should have. So you try to take power over other individuals, especially people who are not paying attention to how it is that people treat them. They are more likely to go ahead and take that type of abuse. But me, <laughs> go fuck yourself. Because there's a distinguishable difference between you choosing to get back to me in a timely manner, and you choosing not to. It ain't that you don't see when I reach out to you. You chose not to get back. You see it. I know you see it. I got a phone too, nigga. <laughs> you do see it. I got a phone too. So, now I got a question. Why did you take four hours to get back to me? Mm -hmm. <laughs> when you could have got back to me in five minutes. Mm -hmm. And see, there's another dynamic there also, is I care about you. And if you don't get back to me, I might start thinking about some of the other shit that it is that you told me and actually start worrying about you, which is going to send negative motherfucking hormones throughout my body. Do you know that your emotions actually control your physical state? 
the, the, the body that it is that you inhabit at the moment, those thoughts that you have, they send hormones to your body. And if you actually care about somebody and reach out to them and they don't reach back, knowing that, that you were just checking on them, that means that they don't care about your welfare. Right? Well, grandson, it's the truth. What's up, my guy? What's up, dude? How have we been? As you wish. It's called principle, and it's called respect. It's called principle. It's called respect. And, and a lot of that, to me, how I observe things, has been lost. And I mean, it is being stripped away. There are songs out there that were made by black people for black people that are not sung by black people. Let me explain to you what it is that I mean. Have you ever seen anyone outside of the culture? And when I mean the culture, I am talking about black culture. Have you ever seen anybody outside of our culture using a word that we shouldn't even be using? Like this. You have African-American rappers saying inward this and inward that, but a Caucasian can't. So say it. Say it. Say what? Say it. Say the word you want to say. I'm not saying that I want to say it. I'm just saying that I can't. See? Oh, wait, 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 wait. Hold on, brother. Then why are you bringing it up if you don't want to say it? Yeah. Say it. Say it right now. <sighs> I will say it with you. Okay. This is hypocritical. You know we can't. Sure you can. This is America. Both of you. Say it. Mm, I, mm. All right. I think we can move on. Why? Why move on when you want to say it? Both of you want to say it. Huh? All together, everybody. All together, everybody. Let us all acknowledge the fact that most cultures, they love black people. They steal black people shit left and right, especially music. That being the forefront of most of it. If you look around right now, everybody wants to be hip hop. Where the fuck did hip hop come from? It came from the ghettos of America that black people were put in to keep us inside of the sardine cans that most racist white people wanted us or want us to exist in. They want to keep us in neighborhoods so that we cannot get out and that we can inflict crime and pain upon each other. Within that, we found a way to not only express ourselves, but to also have fun. That expression, that fun, has now turned into a culture which we now call hip-hop. And hip-hop, it lets anything go. You can call somebody's mama a bitch. And hey, as long as you got the right hook, as long as you got the right tempo, as long as you got the right beat, that shit might sell. It just might sell. But then again, when it comes to other things, it just won't go. I mean, you know, there's a song by this guy named MyG. I don't know if you've ever heard it, and I won't play it because I think I might get taken down. There's a song called My Nigga. Let's just change the word nigga out of there. Let's take spick. Let's put spick in the place of my nigga. My spick, my spick. Wait, 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 wait. Let's take it back. Let's put chink. In the as a replacement in the word 
of my nigga. And I promise you that song, it will not be a nationwide hit. It has become a new, a new thing now for, and I wouldn't even say it's new because there's always been sambos and motherfuckers dancing around like clowns just to get a couple of pennies or some peanuts. But right now, everybody is willing to sell their soul for the bag. And for that bag, you are willing to let people not only disrespect your culture, but also disrespect you as a man. As a man, we are supposed to protect the women and the children. And it is not within a protection umbrella if we allow other people to call us a name that white people used to motherfucking determine us or 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 to to what's the right way to say this to to define us to define us as lower than dirt that word is now what we call each other we used to be brothers now we just niggas and we ain't the only niggas out there there's white niggas there's mexican niggas there's chinese niggas mong niggas there's vietnamese niggas russian niggas german niggas brazilian niggas there is niggas where niggas don't even know where niggas be at and and truthfully the word nigga itself it should i mean if you're black you know damn well, can't nobody tell you what to say. That's number one of all. But if you're not black, every time you say nigga, I want you to hear something disrespectful about your culture. Because I've been seeing it so, so fucking fluid now that everybody who thinks that they should be a rapper, even though they cannot rap, even though they shit do not pop, also think that they have the right to say nigga. Now, I am not calling for any violence upon anybody whatsoever. But if you should not be saying that word and you do say that word, I hope somebody punches you in your fucking face. Because if the tables were turned, your culture would not let this shit rock. And right now I'm asking for my culture to kick that rock. This shit is not only old, but the next generation not only won't understand the definition of the word nigga, but... Oh, I'm having some audio technical, some, some technical difficulties with the audio. That's why I haven't been recording because the studio's been giving me some shit. But like I was saying, the next generation is going to be full of island boys who think that they could say nigga and all types of white people and Chinese people and mixed cultures who think that it is okay to put black people down. And since putting black people down will become the norm, that means that you will not be on an equal playing field with anyone, especially if they can openly disrespect you to your face in not only conversation, but in also musical fashion. And now, let's go to this. Get your food! Who? Get the cup? Now, I know you guys have seen this clip. I know that if you have not seen this clip, this is some crazy shit right here. Let's listen. Get your food. If you say one more thing, I'm going to knock you out. Oh, my God. I said one more thing, I'm going to knock you out. Say one more thing, I'm going to knock you out. All right. Now, before we go into the whole story, let me go ahead and summarize what it is that I have seen here. Two individuals, one man, one female, 
inside of some sort of restaurant waiting for their food. Now, you can tell by the way that this restaurant is made that they don't even want you eating there. There ain't no tables. There ain't no chairs, at least from what it is that I have observed. There are no tables. There are no chairs, which means that there has probably already been violence at this establishment previously. That's number one of all, what I've seen from that small, short clip. And that's just the surrounding. That's, that's just the backdrop of this story, right? That's, that's number, one of all, number one of all. Number two of all is the fact that it is a grown-ass man arguing with a grown-ass woman about nothing, about nothing at all. Nothing that they're arguing about is going to change anybody else's life. It is anybody's life, excuse me. It's ego. All of this is ego. And his ego, just like him, is very, very small. Now, I'm, I mean, I don't know if I'm sorry. I don't think anybody should lose their life, you know, behind stupid shit. But this guy punched a woman, a woman. This guy punched a woman in a bonnet in her house clothes. I'm not talking about street clothes. She wasn't dressed up. She had on her pajamas, basically. And I ain't talking about no fluffy slippers or no goddamn sweatpants. She had on the one piece, the old school one piece. So this lady was in her late 30s, early 40s. My guesstimation is this guy got so mad that he actually said on my grandmother, if you keep talking, I'm going to knock you out. Now, that kind of language usually used in the streets, it provides two things. Either you get shot or you get into a fucking fight. That's why language is so important in community on how it is that we address each other. And not only that, how it is that we call each other by the name it is that we think that person deserves to be called. So you can call a person a bitch ass nigga until they beat your ass and then you turn into a bitch ass nigga. But anyway, back to this crazy shit. This guy actually threatened a woman and put it on another woman. His grandmother, he put it on his grandmother that he was going to knock another woman out. Now, his grandmother must not have agreed with that because he punched the shit out of this lady and he did not knock her out. But he also did not know was that her 14-year-old son was standing in the doorway with a pistol in his pocket. And, 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 and I mean, I don't know. I know for a fact, if I was with my mom and we was getting something to eat, even if I didn't know the whole dynamic of the story or anything else like that, if I saw a grown-ass man punch my mama in the face, I'm going to kill this nigga. There, there, there ain't no way around that shit. I'm going to kill this nigga because if you don't kill this nigga, especially in this day and age, guess what? You're a bitch and you're never going to live that down. That's number one of all. That's, that's publicly. But internally, as a young man, you feel like you can't protect your mom even with a gun. So I cannot say that I fully endorse this shit, but you should never punch women. That's number one of all. And number two of all, sometimes the best thing to do is just walk away. During that altercation, the defendant began texting her son. Cook County prosecutors describing how Carlisha Hood summoned her 14-year-old son who was out in the parking lot. The Hold on now. Summoned? You summoned demons. You summoned ghosts. 
you don't, she text messaged him, called him in correspondence, summoned, I mean, the, 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 the language that's being used right here, she summoned him, she drew a circle with stones and drew a star of, come on, man. Argument between the victim and the defendant turned physical when the victim punched the defendant in the head approximately three times. Oh, I only saw him punch her twice. The store surveillance video capturing the moment the 14-year-old sees his mother getting punched, investigators say, and that's when the teen allegedly... See, now, I'm watching the video in real time. Like I've said, I'm pretty sure most of you, you individuals have seen this video, and he's standing in the doorway because he cannot go into the middle of that fight. He's a 14-year-old kid. There's a grown ass man and a grown ass woman and that grown ass woman happens to be his mom. He knows for a fact that he can't fight no grown ass man. So the only thing that he could really do is observe from a distance, except for this observation. Well, it's packing. Pulls a gun from his pocket. The co-defendant fired a shot at the victim inside of Maxwell, striking the victim in the back. As the victim fled, the co-defendant followed him and fired additional shots. The defendant instructed her son, the co-defendant, to continue to shoot and kill the victim. A woman should be the dominant and a man should be the submissive. That's yeah, what you're because Y'all follow commands. What the fuck is this bitch talking about? You go do. You go do. No. You go do. And she gonna tell you what to do. That ain't gonna happen. Because here's the thing. If y'all don't have somebody telling y'all what to do, y'all are going to be reckless. Really? Wait a minute. We're reckless? <sighs> the 35-year-old Hood, according to prosecutors, ordering her son to shoot another restaurant patron who thought the initial verbal dispute was funny, but the teen wrestling the gun away from his mother. Wait a second now. So she, we don't even know how this all started. But we do know she was punched in the face three times, right? In the face three times. That's what the lady said. But even after the guy who allegedly, not in, it's not even alleged, it's on film. Even after the guy who assaulted her was shot and then subsequently murdered, she was ready to murder somebody who was laughing at the situation just like she would be doing if she was a fucking bystander at that establishment. But we need guidance, right? In the video, he tried fighting over the gun because she wanted to do it herself. Mother and son now facing first-degree murder charges and a host of other offenses. I think y'all women is trying to be is niggas too much these days. Get your food. Who get the cop? Who? Hey, 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 hey! Get your food. Get your food. See, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I haven't really listened to what it was that she was saying, but I just did now hear her tell him that you need to go get in the car or something like that. Or she could have been on the phone with her son talking about getting something out of the car. The thing is this. Don't argue with people, okay? There, 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 there's there's nothing good usually ever comes out of arguing with someone who already thinks that they know the fucking truth. Most people are not in the 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 mind state 
for new ideas. You know what you know, and you wake up and you go. That's usually how people live their life, and they're not willing to accept a change in lifestyle, a change in even the weather. So once that ego is just ruffled a little bit, people seem to lose their shit. So my advice, as it has always been, is you don't have to hurt people to live your life. You really don't, man. Do whatever it is that you need to do to get through. Just don't hurt nobody in the process. I believe that we would all be talking about, I would definitely be talking about something else right now, and you would be listening to me talk about something else right now if we just left our ego at the door sometimes. We know that there's some loud mouth ass bitches out there. I'm not saying that Carlisha Hood is a loud mouth bitch. I don't know that lady. We also know that there are guys out here with chips on their shoulders, little dicks that really just wanna get into a fight to prove to themselves that they're big in some kind of way. I'm not saying that that guy who got murdered has a little dick. I'm just saying that he was acting like someone who had something to prove. When in all actuality, the only proof that's really needed in life is the proof to yourself that you have the ability to change when it is time to do so. All of the other thoughts and opinions that come from outside sources, I promise you, this right now, they don't give a fuck about you. And the problem is they don't give a fuck about themselves enough to work on themselves. And that's why they're fucking with you. I cannot apologize enough for the sound. I am trying to work the kinks out. That's why there is that. There's not that much music and shit going on right now. I am motherfucking back. The Justice in the Peace pod is back. Season six, motherfucker. I promised you guys that the show wouldn't end until my fucking life does. And I'm here to fulfill that prophecy. Now, please, one last time, I'm going to need you to remember a few things. And the first thing to remember is that this podcast is always recorded in one sitting. There is no go-backs, no redos, no edits, or anything of that nature going on over here on my show. And if that does happen, I will inform you that this is an edited podcast. But this one is not an edited podcast. Please do whatever it is that you need to do to get through Please don't hurt nobody in the process. It is too easy to become a redistribution service of hurt and pain, man. Last, definitely not least, every single one of these podcasts are dedicated to the life, love, legacy, and memory of my mother, Paige. I love you, baby. I miss you. And the research, that's what I'm about to call this shit. The research, it's about to begin. My name is Justice. <laughs> and this is my piece. Peace. Oh, God, the sound is terrible. You'll live. You'll live. We're back. <laughs>